Hey guys, on today's episode, I'm talking with Gianna Gravelisi, a freelance entertainment and lifestyle journalist for Nesson's Dirty Water TV. Her high energy and amazing outlook on life, including graduating college during the pandemic, is inspiring and contagious. When she's not doing her thing on TV, she enjoys hosting her podcast, UGG, and making TikToks. Gianna aims to spread positivity and make people happy with the content she creates. This girl is totally going places. Let's get started. Are you an expert with the passion and knowledge to support people on their journey to start fresh? Join the only resource guide curated for people navigating life changes and be connected to the people who need you the most when they need you the most. Annual membership includes an optimized profile, free Zoom courses, and more. Fresh Starts is passionate about supporting the experts so they can support their clients. Head to freshstartsregistry.com to apply for membership today. Use code within us for $50 off your first year of membership on the Fresh Starts Registry Resource Guide. The Fresh Starts Registry Resource Guide connects experts and services with the people who need them most. So today I have with me Gianna, the amazing Gianna. It's so awesome because I uh, first met her just a couple of weeks ago and she was emceeing an event that my daughter Gianna was uh, photographing and it was a fashion show. And I just like fell in love with her energy right away. And I said, I have to get this girl on my podcast. So welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I, and it's so crazy that we did just meet a couple weeks ago and like, now we're here. It's yeah. like that, that event was like so great for people to meet each other. Um, and I'm so glad I met you. I can't wait to talk about things. Same. Absolutely. So why don't you start just by sort of introducing yourself, tell a little bit about who you are, what you do, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So uh, my name's Gianna. I grew up in Revere, Massachusetts. It's like a city five to 10 minutes outside of Boston. Um, I then went to school in California because I always knew that. I mean, I told my parents since I was like a child, I'm talking like baby, that I was like, I want to be on TV. I want to go to California. I want to move to LA. And they were just like, okay, like you do you. So um, I had their support and I went to California. I studied broadcast journalism. Um, I absolutely loved it there. Um, and I always told everybody that I wanted to be the next Ellen. That was like my thing. That's what everyone knew me for at school. Like all my friends knew. Um, and I, that's what I did in school. I mean, I was the entertainment producer for my school's newscast. I loved all things pop culture. And I just, at the end of the day, like wanted to make people happy and make people laugh. Cause it's like, my major was called news and doc technically, but I mean, you watch the news and like, when I watch it, I'm depressed. It's so sad. I'm in a bad mood, but I wanted to be sort of that light to step away from all the negativity in the world and just make people smile, whether it be with my reporting, which I, after I graduated, I then became um, an entertainment and lifestyle reporter in Boston with Dirty Water Media. Um, we do nightlife events, food, lifestyle, all so many fun things all around New England. And 
I also report remotely for a company in LA called Shared News. And then I also do some work on film and television sets here in Massachusetts now that there's so much filming here in Mass, which is great. Um, so yeah, with all of that, I just, my goal is to entertain people to some capacity. And I also on the side do a little bit of YouTube, a little bit of TikTok. So that's been, that was really an unexpected thing that fell on my lap that I am now uh, doing full time. So lots going on, just trying to make people laugh with everything though. That's it. I love it. Awesome. Uh, yeah. A little, a little bit on TikTok, right? How many TikTok followers do you have? You have a ton, right? Oh boy. Yeah. At this point I have about 860,000 followers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. It's that whole evolution of like really anybody being able to make a footprint for themselves is amazing to me. Um, I follow, I don't know if you follow Tabitha Brown. She's like this yes. vegan uh, mom that started on, on TikTok and now she's like got a billboard in Times Square and she wrote a book. And I just feel like, um, you know, I've always sort of been a believer that like, if you have a dream and you want to go after something, it's totally possible. But I feel like right now it's even more possible that whatever you want to do, like there is an audience for that. And we're just so, um, you know, in this age of social media, we're able to connect with so many different people that it's sort of like nothing is off limits, right? Like you don't need to necessarily be a sit fit a certain profile or live in a certain place. It's like anybody's, you know, the world is anybody's oyster. So it's exciting. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're so right. Especially during COVID. Like, I mean, I graduated, it, I was the unfortunate class of 2020. So like it was, you know, back in March, I, my school literally was like, everyone go home right now. Like while flights are still a thing, go home and don't come back like <laughs> type of thing. So they, I got like, ripped out of my where I was most comfortable in California and my routine and my classes like I and I feel like at that point like I thought I was at the highest point of my life you know senior in college like doing cool things I was making cool connections then like all of a sudden I like took a thousand steps backwards it's what I thought at the time but um and I thought you know there was a point in time when we were all in lockdown I was like this is like so not ideal because to get in the entertainment industry back in the day, it was like the most impossible thing. Like my professors are like, it's like a shot in the dark. Like it's very hard. It's all about who, you know. So then when I was sitting here in a lockdown, I'm like, I can't believe this. Like I, now I'm really not getting into the industry. Like I'm going to have to become a lawyer or something else. Like I'm going to have to change my, my path. But then I mean, I think it's safe to say that 90% of the population was all on TikTok during the lockdown. Like that was everyone's peace of mind. I mean, I was scrolling for hours. Like, you know, I'd be up to like 4 a.m. Like there was nothing else to do. And then it's like you have this app where you're connecting with the rest of the world and like everyone's doing these dances and the whipped coffee and everything. So I was like, you know, what? oh yeah, like that's so funny. You bring up the whipped coffee. I can't even tell you how many days I was like, Gianna, my Gianna, because my daughter's yeah. Gianna, call upstairs like, 
Gianna, it's whipped coffee time. Like yes, every day. That's so funny. Whipped coffee just now, like it triggers me in a way because it makes me like think about when nothing was open and there was no toilet paper and like <laughs> couldn't get anywhere. And it's it was just crazy. So it's like, that was the foundation of TikTok during the pandemic. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Like, let me just start creating on this app. Like, that's what I want to do anyway. I want to make content. I want to like I said, make people laugh. So, I mean, I just started putting out videos and like little by little, they started gaining traction. And that's what kind of like propelled my TikTok career in a sense. So I'm like, I look at the pandemic in a way as like a blessing in a sense. Cause it's like, it's, it's, I'm, I am a firm believer in fate. Like I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. It does sound cheesy to people, but I really do believe it. Cause I mean, I had a plan. I was going to, do the thing in California and stay there and succeed and like make it. But this really unfortunate pandemic is what actually brought me the TikTok thing. It's what led me to dirty water. It's what led me to my job with shared. It's what led me to the movie thing. Like, it's just crazy. Like all things that I do now are because of the pandemic, if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, now that the pandemic's ending, like, and these things are escalating, it's like, now it's time, like, to move on to the next thing eventually. But it's like, this is where I'm at. This is what's getting me to where I'm going. And like, that's fine with me. So Mm -hmm. it's just in this age of social media, I'm thankful because like, that's really what, I mean, again, pandemic, it was like, everyone was turning to social media. So it was great. It was like, it was propelling my career in a sense. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you really can do anything, especially with the social media stuff. It's like, you never know what's going to happen from it. So, and I think that's just a huge life lesson in when something seems like a negative or a struggle or like, uh, you know, I might as well throw the towel in because this happened to me. Um, I'm always even sharing with my clients, like if you can switch your frame of thinking and think about things happening for you rather than to you, it changes the whole game. So you could have just said, all right, well, now my dream is over. You know, I'm back in mass. You know, none of my plan was uh, to, to be back here. So now game over. I'll just, like you said, go be a lawyer, go to law school, do something else. But instead you said, well, wait a minute. What if I looked at this as an opportunity and thought about how this could be happening for me? And that's what set you on the path that you're on now, which is obviously bringing you so much success. And I think that happens to us so often where we do have a choice to either look at something as, you know, a negative or, you know, and that doesn't mean you weren't sad about what happened. And it doesn't mean you can't think and reflect about like the downside of it. But if you live there, that's all, that's where you're going to stay rather than saying like, how can I think about this in terms of how this is happening for me and how I can take this as an opportunity to move forward. So I think that's especially, you know, you just starting out in your career for you to know that I think is amazing and will bring you so far because a lot of times we're just like, poor me, I'm a victim. Like this sucks. There's nothing I can do. And then, like I said, game over, but now you've taken that opportunity to really say, well, how can I shift and make this something that will help me in the long run? Yeah. And like, I definitely have those moments of poor me and like, I'll be crying in my bed right there, like all the time. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, it takes a lot of thinking 
and like realizing and like, it's just at the end of the day, you need to capitalize on any opportunity that comes to you. And you have to see, like you said, the negative things as an opportunity, like granted, I mean, pandemic was horrible for everybody. There were people obviously dying, which is like, it it still like baffles me to Mm. this day, like what we went through and are still going through. But um, it's like to just like, look at what everyone was going through. And it's like, it's just so sad, but Mm -hmm. you got to think about what's happening for yourself. And it's like, how are you going to move forward? Like, and I I hate that they said new normal, but it like, it's true in a sense. It's like in the sense of you have to adjust like and adapt. I'm big on like adapting to your scenario, which is like kind of what we're talking about right now. Like, instead Mm -hmm. of like sitting there crying, you just got to be like, okay, if this is what it is, then how do I go about handling this specific situation? So mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm still trying to do. And again, like, I don't want to even sit here and act like it's all rainbows and butterflies. Cause like, it's hard. It's yeah. like that pandemic, everything took a toll on me. Like I still struggle to like with things like, especially where I'm at, like, and that's why I like doing these interviews. Cause it's like, you're like, Oh, Gianna does this, this, and this. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I do. Like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like I have to remind myself in a sense and like not be so hard on myself, which is like another thing I'm like constant. I'm like my own biggest critic. And it's yeah. like a gift and a curse all at the same time. Cause like, I'm constantly trying to be better, but then I'm like constantly kicking myself and I'm like why are you doing this like this why are you doing this and it's like it's yeah but it's hard it just takes a lot of like being aware of yourself too so well and it's a process right and and what you said about like yeah sometimes I have my moments where I'm crying but that's all part of the process so if Mm -hmm. we don't feel our feelings right they're going to catch up to us if we try to shove them down or numb them or like ignore them we're going to find ourselves struggling more and more but if you can take that like however long it takes you say it's five minutes some days it might be an hour some days you might spend the whole entire day in bed feeling bad for yourself and that's okay you need to take that time to feel your feelings but then say okay Gianna wake up time to get going like what's my next goal that I'm gonna go after um it is gonna be a process and I'm also really glad you talk about giving yourself credit and celebrating yourself, because I think that's the other piece that's so critical for success is to say, Mm -hmm. like, let me look at all my accomplishments or look at what I've been through and what I've been able to um, produce from the place I was at. I should, you know, reward myself, celebrate myself, um, you know, and not in any kind of selfish. I think for a long time, it was looked at as like, selfish or the ego like to celebrate yourself and I think especially as women like I totally encourage like look at your accomplishments celebrate yourself from the rooftops because if you're not doing that nobody else is going to either so when you look at your accomplishments and say I did this with my husband a couple weeks ago uh we were like kind of annoyed that our to-do list was so long and like some projects that we have around the house or whatever hadn't gotten done and some things with my business that I really am excited to work on, like haven't happened yet. And Mm. I said, wait, wait, wait. Like we were in the middle of saying all of these things. And I said, wait, 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 can we just hold on for one second? Let's talk about everything we have on our plate between four children, 
one with significant disabilities. Uh, you know, we're trying to renovate our uh, bathroom for my son that's in a wheelchair. You know, we're doing this, that, and the other. And look at all the things we've also managed to accomplish during that time that we have all this other stuff on our plate. We shouldn't feel bad for one second that we haven't gotten some things done yet, as I always like to say, like it hasn't happened yet. That doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. But like, if we can pause for a minute and say like, we're doing a good job and we're yes. going to, we're going to get there and do all the things we want to do. It just might take some time. Like that's when you're really going to have success because you have to celebrate yourself along the way. Exactly. And like, I love that you say that because it, it's just true. And I feel like for me, it was, it was a struggle at first. Cause like you said, it was looked at as like selfish and has, they, they have a big ego because they're talking about their accomplishments. And like, for me, like I, I grew up like very, I want to say fortunate. Like I can acknowledge that. Like, I mean, I was going to Disney world every year, sometimes twice a year. Like I got to go to like a nice high school. Like that was a private high school. And like that I got to go to college. Like I'm very, very fortunate and privileged in that sense. But the thing that my parents always taught me from day one was to be humble about anything we ever have or anything that I ever get. And like, it was like integrated in my brain. Mm. And I think that like, it was valuable to learn how to be humble. But I think that come college, like I was so humble about the things that I was doing. Like when it started to like transform into my career stuff that I like didn't want to ever acknowledge what I was doing. Like I went, I didn't want to be like, Oh, I'm doing this. Like, that's weird. Like, I don't want to tell people like that's it's crazy. So I think at a point I was like too humble in a sense, like, and I was like, wait a second. Like there's a lot, there's, you can be humble about certain things, but then it's also okay to, I mean, like be your own cheerleader. Like there's totally. nothing wrong with that. Like, and it's funny. Cause like I, have a really good friend. She's still in California that I miss so much, but we'll send each other voice memos all the time, especially when we're having an off day. And her response to me all the time, she's like, you live in a nice house. You're, you're pretty. You're, you have food on the table. Like she's like constantly like reminding me like why. And she's like, you're a reporter. Like you're going around Boston. She's like, you need to like acknowledge these things and be happy about them. Like at the end of the day, like life, life isn't so bad. And it's like such a friendly reminder to during these little mental breakdowns that help you get out of it. Like even Sunday, I was like in my bed crying literally a couple of days ago. And I like, was like, what am I doing? Like literally <laughs> why? Like, but I also am a big advocate for crying and for letting yourself, like you said, whether it's five minutes, an hour a day, you got to do it. It's just yeah. like, I think everyone, men, women, whoever should all cry, let your emotions out somehow, some way that's healthy for you. And I think it'll help you. It, it clears your mind too. Totally. So. totally. And then like, really what you're talking about is a gratitude practice, right? Like mm -hmm. thinking about the things you're grateful for. And when we're in gratitude and we make it a practice and we make it a habit in our lives every day, like, I don't know if you, if you could relate to this, but I think more th you're just calling in more good things so when you're yeah. like my husband one of his favorite um sayings for years and years has always been and this was like really talking about other things but it applies was uh if you look for shit you'll find shit and yeah. he was talking about like in relationships like if you're suspicious that like you're you know, boyfriend or girlfriend is stepping out on you, like, and you look for shit, you're going to find something because that's yeah. where you're looking. And, um, you know, 
but I think it really relates to so many things, right? And not even shit in the negative sense, but the stuff you focus on is going to be the stuff that comes your way. So if you're spending time focusing every day on all the things that are going wrong for you and all the things you don't have, well, that's really a signal to the universe that you're not ready for more and that you have to just like kind of suffer through where you're at because the universe is saying like, well, you don't even appreciate what you have. So why am I going to give you more? But if you start to really cultivate this practice of gratitude, where you're focusing on, like, look at my accomplishments, look at what I have, look at, you know, the people around me that love me, look at all of my like great qualities that you're going to get more of that because that's what you're focusing on. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's, it's like, we were talking about, like, before we started recording, like I even came in here and I was like, I'm so stressed like this whole week, like blah, blah, blah. And like, it started Sunday and then it like trickled into Monday. Like my neck, cause I was, I was being very negative. Like I was truly like crying over stupid things. And then I was just like, this week's a disaster. Like, and it's holidays. I have no time to do anything. And then I literally like cultivated that thought and like, didn't get things done yesterday that I'm now having to do today, which I'm like, that's fine. Like it would have been convenient if I did it yesterday, but like <laughs> I'm now have to do it today, but because I was literally having a pity party for like over a day. And I'm just like, now that things are good, like now I'm like, oh, look, I'm doing this podcast with you. And then I'm going to like finish the laundry that I started yesterday, 24 hours ago. And then it's like, I'm going to record a video after this for my YouTube channel. And then I'm going to go to family dinner, which is like all, it's all good things now. And I'm just like, I need to recognize that like everything's fine. Like I'm literally going on a vacation on Friday. Like I have nothing to even complain about. Like everything's fine. And then the vacation, I'll film content, which will be fun. Everything's fine. Like I, I, today was my real, like, take back, take, like, take a step back, take a breather. One of those days. So it's just like, but you're right. Like, it's like when things are bad and you're like focusing on bad, then they're bad. But like, once you have that little, little shift, things will come your way. And I think that's like true with career stuff too. Cause it's like, Mm -hmm. once I got one job, it was like, Oh, and I was like happy about it. I'm not even joking. It was like, things were just falling into my lap. Not to say that I wasn't trying because I was, but like, it was like, it was, it was weird almost like things, opportunities were just falling. And I was like, hell yeah, like, let's go. And I think it's just because I have that little mindset shift, you know, but yeah. So it's like all good things. And it's your energy, right? Like if you bring a certain energy into everything that you do, like you become magnetic for the things that you want. And I really believe that, like, I am a firm believer in like manifesting your own reality. And like, if you can visualize it and you put yourself in a position to say like, no, this is where I'm going to be. And I even um, encourage people to like future journal where they write in the present tense, like I am you know, whatever your number one goal is, like, I am this person who has this job. And this is and even little details, like, this is what I dress like, this is where I work out. This is what car I drive. It's so amazing how all of a sudden things just start happening in the way that you believe that they will. I mean, I had a situation uh, not long ago where I made a decision that I was going to work with a a particular coach of mine. And I wasn't sure where the money was going to come from to pay for it. And I was like, you know what? 
I, I went for a walk with my husband and I told him about it. And his reaction was like, not what I expected him to be. He was like, we'll figure it out. It'll be great. Like, it'll be fine. And that night, the money that almost to the exact amount showed up literally at my door. And it sounds crazy, but it was like uh, some, we like won a pool or something, but like, it was totally unexpected. And just the timing of it, like if you start to trust in like divine timing, it just clicks and you just like put yourself in this mindset of I can create, I'm the co I think we're all co-creators of our own reality, right? We get to decide what opportunities we want to cultivate. And then when you just set yourself firm and grounded in knowing that it's going to happen, it will happen. Yeah, no, I I'm right there with you. I got to be better about like starting to write down my intentions as well. Cause it's like, I hear about this all the time and I never write it. Like I'll just be in my bed and being like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm in California back. I'm back there already. Like even the other day, like a, another mental breakdown a couple of weeks ago, I like walked outside and it was so weird. Like I was having like a weird, like outer body experience. Again, this sounds crazy, but I was like, I was like seeing myself not walking outside my house, like walking outside, like a house, a very specific house in California, like beach, like palm trees. And I was just like, it, it, I see it. Like it's coming, like not right now, obviously, but like, it's, it's happening. Like whether anyone likes it or not, like I'm going to get there. I'm going to get back there everything's going to be good. So like, it's, it's a good practice to like, mm. and, and people look at it. It sounds crazy. And like, I it's, it's like, don't knock it till you try it. And like, I, I again, totally I gotta be better it. about like actively doing it and like writing things down and being extra mindful. Like those are my goals right now. And I want to get into like meditating and stuff too. Cause like, I mean, I went to, um, I went to Asia. I went to Nepal and Bhutan while I was in college and they're, you know, they're Buddhists. They're very big on meditation and just like all the stuff that we're now all trying to integrate into our own lives here. Um, and it was like the most at peace I've ever been ever when I was there, like mm -hmm. meditating, like, like just, they have such good mindsets. Like it's crazy. Like I'm at, at one point I was like, I want to become Buddhist, but it's like, it's great to adopt like they're those things such as manifesting and meditation and stuff, but it's like, you got to actively practice on it. So yeah. yeah. And it's never too late. That. And I think it's uh, one of those things where like somebody recently said to me, they were struggling and they said, do you have any advice for me? And I was like, have you tried meditating? And they said, oh, I'm not good at meditating. Like didn't even want to talk about it. And I said, well, what do you, what do you mean not good at it? Because there are so many different ways to meditate, right? Like you could go for a walk and just be really present about your surroundings, like sight yeah. sound. that's meditating. You can, you know, there are so many different ways to introduce yourself to meditation, but also, um, you know, I think it's just, you know, the other piece is people will say, I don't have time to meditate. And one of my favorite quotes, and I don't even remember who said it, but said, um, if you don't have time to meditate, do you have time to feel like shit? Because yeah. that's the thing you could really, we, we have so much innate ability to really put ourselves in a better mind space. But, and we have access to all of these tools, but some of it is fear of, you know, some of it is people are really comfortable. People are really comfortable feeling bad. 
So, yeah. you know, believe it or not, it sounds counterintuitive. Like, no, nobody wants to feel bad. And it's not that you consciously want to feel bad, but your brain becomes addicted to feeling like crap if that's how you feel every day. Yeah. So then that's, you know, the chemicals that are released into your body from feeling bad are addictive. So then yeah. that's why, that's why the news is depressing because they know that the more depressing news they put out, the more we're addicted to watching it because that's the, we're getting like some kind of release from getting all this negativity. So it takes work and it takes a little bit of change, but all the best things take some work, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, it's like, and again, my dad has always taught me, like, you just got to work at everything. Like, literally, you can't say, you can't feel bad for yourself. Like, you got to get up, work for whatever you want. Like, and it's like, if you want to change your mindset, that also takes work, like just amount of work that you'd put into a job. Like, and you, if you really want it, you gotta, you really gotta practice it. And like, again, I'm still practicing. Like I said, I was crying on Sunday. I was crying the other day. Like you just gotta, you have to have those moments and you learn from them. Like there's so many things that are learning experience. I've like, I've had so many learning experiences throughout life and you just always got to take something from those little negative moments. Well, I'm just like, so impressed by your wisdom and maturity like I think you. that you know I wish I had known some of these things when I you know 20 years ago but you know the other thing is is it's never a place that you arrive at and like you're good right all of yeah. this stuff is like like you said like I still need to practice and we all do there's nobody that like completely figures it out and says okay I'm good now like I'm healed and I'm on the path and everything is like you said, rainbows and unicorns, it's a process and it's always going to be a process, but it's life is better on this side of things. And, yeah. you know, you have a choice. So I did a real, uh, you reminded me of it a little while ago, recently, a couple of weeks ago. And it was like, I don't know if you've seen this TikTok, but it was like, you know, my, and I'm aging myself. My kids tell me reels are for old people. <laughs> <laughs> no way. They're so mean. So anyway, <laughs> it, it, it was like, um, I'm so stressed. And I was like, wait a minute, why am I stressed? This is my brain. I can think whatever I want. Right. So yes. it's true. It's just a, like, you might revert into old patterns where like, you're like, you know, crying over things that you realize like you're taking out of context or like, you know, and you just need to pause and say, okay, could I look at this differently? How else could I see this? And then before you know it, you're back on your, you know, positive positivity and you can move forward. So I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. And I just think surrounding yourself with positivity, like dropping the people that like bring you nothing but a headache in life. Like you just gotta also work to change your surroundings too. So it's like, yeah. It, Cause like you said, it's like what you're around too is gonna like impact how you act and how you think. So it's like, if you're constantly like, around a certain person, like I had this happen to me and they were just like, nothing but stress, nothing but negativity. Like we went out, it was always a problem. Like there was always just issues, drama. Like you just gotta drop them. Like mm -hmm. as sad as it is, like 
you can't have those types of people in your life that are going to hold you back like at all, or you like surround yourself with people that are going to root for you in your career. Cause then they're going to be the ones to also help you go forward. Like there's a lot, like, even though it's like you and your own mind, you control it. There's a lot of like outside things that have a huge impact on you too, that you, but again, you have the power to change everything. So really totally. Like yeah. you said, that friend you have that you send each other, you know, voice memos, like pumping each other up, like that's who you need to surround yourself with. And I didn't get that for like the longest time. I'm like, I know you're like the five people you hang out with, but how do you like cultivate that? And I'm finally at a place in my life where I'm like, no, it's totally possible. Like there are like-minded individuals out there and you got to keep your circle tight and you got to keep your circle positive because you will, you are the people you surround yourself with. So that doesn't mean you can't like love your family or, you know, love friends that you have a history with, but you have to protect your peace and protect your energetic boundaries at all costs, because that's how you're going to be most successful. And then a lot of times those people will come around, right? Like the people that you really love and care about, but you have to build those boundaries with will be like, wait a minute, maybe I want to feel a little bit more like her. Uh, She seems like really happy and succeeding and doing well. Like maybe I'll, you know, take some of the advice or take some of the, and not that you you're responsible for changing anybody else, but like people want to emulate other people that are happy and doing well. So then you will see that a lot of people start to shift their perspectives because they're like, I want to do what she's doing. Like, like that whole, I'll have what she's having, right? Like, like really to be doing well and feeling good. A thousand percent. I mean, again, like this is literally happening to me, like right now with one of my best friends, like we just can't stop fighting. And it's like, not to, I mean, I'm very good at taking the blame for things, but it's like always like they are having the issue that's being had. And like, they are in that negative, like, and I feel bad. Like, I'm genuinely like, wow, like, I feel bad for the way that you're feeling about Mm. life right now. Mm. So it's like, I did take a step back. And then like, they came around, they really did. And they were like, no, I want to be better. Like, I just, I want this friendship to work. Like, what do you like suggest? Like, what do you, and we got to talk and like, we're like rebuilding a relationship now. It's like taking time, but it's, it's like, it's changed. So yeah. And that's growth, right? Like that's, that's how successful relationships happen when both people can grow and learn and support one another in that growth, instead of just saying, well, this is the way I am, right? Like that, that whole response to anything is not helpful, right? Like, because just because you've been conditioned to be a certain way or you've lived a certain way for your whole life, it doesn't mean that you're stuck being that way because this is how I am. Like everybody is capable of rising and changing and growing as an individual. So, you know, I think knowing that we can share that with other people, right? Like, no, we we can grow together. Or if I'm growing and you're staying where you are. Like you can also wish people well and say like, I hope that I hope for the best for you, but I'm moving this way and you're welcome to join me. But if you can't, like there's going to be a boundary built. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, deep down, like, I also believe like 
you got to trust your gut. Like we all have very strong intuition and like you have to be in tune with it and you have to follow it. Like, it's just crazy. Cause like, I mean, I don't know if everyone's gut feelings are different, but for me, like with everything, like if, if it comes down to a decision, like whether it's a career, like, do I want this person in my life anymore or not? Like my literal gut and internal feelings are like screaming an answer. And then like my brain tries to fight it and like, and like counter argue, like with my, what my gut's saying, like, and it's crazy, but like, you have to even like going to school in California, like it came down between like California and in staying in Boston. And I was like, wait, like, this is my, this has been my dream since a child being in California. Like, and then like my whole family and other people are like hinting toward staying in Boston. Like, why am I now thinking about Boston? Am I supposed to stay? Like, am I supposed to stay here? Should I not go there? Like, and then I started questioning everything when, when I knew damn well that like, that was my decision and that's what I wanted to do. And I'm like, why am I, why there's noise? Like we're all, I interviewed a psychic for dirty water and all they talked about was we are literally surrounded with noise. Like, especially in this day and age, like social media it's it is great but like it's noise if you let it be and I think a lot of people let it be noise that impacts them in their own lives and I think that's like why a lot of women are like have a negative mindset about themselves like physically because like I fell into that too like that was a whole thing and again like the stuff you see on the news like that's all noise that's why you think like oh no like that's this world sucks like this country sucks but it's like (laughs) open your eyes. Like there's like so many great things happening, like aside from the politics and the, this and that, like you need to just not like be so in tune with the noise, like be in tune with yourself, like go out, like find the good things, like, and you'll be fine. So I like, I love that that psychic said that. Cause like he was all about the manifesting stuff too. So I'm like, that's how, you know, it's real. Like it's true. Like, and he was, he was on point this guy. So yeah. I think trusting your intuition is like huge, huge, huge. And I'm so glad that that is such a popular conversation that's happening because we, especially as women, and you're a lot younger than me, but both of us have grown up in the same time where we've been conditioned to mistrust ourselves, like second guess ourselves to think that other people outside of us know the decisions that are best for us rather than us knowing what's best for us. And I think, like you said, when you quiet that noise and really dig deep into how am I feeling? It's like, I always use the analogy of like coin flipping, right? Like how many times have you said, I'm going to flip a coin, but you're like praying, please be heads, please be heads. Please yes. Be heads. Exactly. Well, that's your intuition. Your intuition is telling you, you already have the answer. You don't need to flip a coin, you know? So I think that just really leaning into trust and then surrendering after that. So like you had to probably do some of that when you were talking about what happened over COVID and quarantine that like you had to say like, I'm just going to take the next right step and see what happens. And so there's a little bit of trust in not really knowing what the outcome is going to be and being like, okay, universe, like I'm going to just take the next right step and see where that takes me, but not say like, nope, it has to take me here and I have to be on this show and I have to be on that show and I have to talk to those people. You can't, it seems to me from what you've told me that you've sort of, you sort of have 
surrender to trusting that things are going to work out, but you don't have to necessarily control how they're going to work out. And I think that that's another huge piece that um, people don't realize is they want to control everything. So they want to say, no, 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 universe. I don't want it to work out like that. I only want it to work out this way. So like if you, that would have been for you, it would have looked like, nope, I was supposed to be in California and it didn't work out for me to be in California. So that's a sign that it's not going to work out at all. But you had to surrender to trusting that, nope, this doesn't mean the plan isn't working. It just yep. means that I can't have so much control over how it's going to work. I have to be open to allowing possibilities to flow to me. Yeah. And I really love that you said that because I, again, like I, I was telling you too, like I have a planner right next to me. And it's like, I used to have that planner to be like, this is what is going to definitely happen on Monday and Tuesday at these specific times, like specific places. And I, I mean, I went to film school. I loved having a director role in everything. I like directing the newscast. I like directing documentaries. And then I realized I'm like, I'm literally a control freak. Like, that's why I love it. Like I genuinely love controlling situations, controlling my own life and like, and having like a set schedule. And then anytime something was a little off schedule, I would freak out, like truly freak out and be like, no, like this is not happening right now. Like, I can't believe I have to go here instead of going there and I have to move things around. And that used to be really detrimental to the way I thought, because then I would shut down and I wasn't productive. And I would just be like angry over the fact that there was a schedule change. And now I think, and I think that, you know, being in the entertainment industry has allowed me to learn how to surrender because the entertainment industry is very like, Hey, want to come do a shoot right now? Or like, Hey, guess what? The shoot that was supposed to happen in five minutes is happening tomorrow morning, whether you have something or not, and you have to be there. Like, and I've, I've learned that throughout the last year. And I, at first it was like, so stressful. Like I hated not having my schedule for the month. Like, I'm like, I can't believe I have to wait last minute. Like, this is horrible. How am I going to plan things? But then I, I learned. And like you said, I've surrendered and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let life take its course. And now in my planner, I just plan a night ahead. Cause I still like to have a little set schedule yeah. still that <laughs> control freak in me. But if things change, I don't freak out. I just cross like, there's so many things crossed out. Like I'm looking at it as we speak. I just cross things out, do a little arrow, you know, this happening on this day instead. And like, it's fine. Like yeah. it's literally fine. And I'm so, I'm thankful that I learned how to kind of surrender and like take a step back and not be that control. Yes, because we can't control everything. Right. So right. like things are going to come up that change. So if you already have the mindset that you're not going to let that stop you or that you're not going to let that get you down or overwhelm you. I always say like, we tend to catastrophize things. Like we tend to think like, this is the end of the world. Like, and yeah. I, and I really pride myself on being good at saying like, do we really need to like freak out about this? Because, and I think part of that is a gift my son has given me because he has significant special needs. So there'd been times where like he'd get sick or he'd get, you know, have to be hospitalized. And then everything changes. Like you don't have control over anything and having yeah. other kids to take care of. I really had to learn to just accept that things are not always going to work out in our favor or so it seems, but if we really know that we're supported and that things are going to work out in the long run, then we don't have to worry when things don't work out the way we want them to. We just kind of 
uh, pivot and move on. So, yeah. And I'm surprised, honestly, at myself that like, I'm just learning this, like in the last year, how to like not freak out and not control things. Cause like, I mean, speak of disability, I, I have Crohn's disease. So it's Uh like, I got diagnosed when I was nine and like that, like completely changed the course of my entire life as a, as a child. I mean, nine is like prime years to be like a kid with your friends in school. And like, it's just like life was flipped upside down for me and my family. And it's like, how did I not, I, how did I not, I think it taught me more to be like independent. Mm. And then I took that independence as like, I need to like control everything from now on type of thing. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that was like another huge lesson, like way early in life that I think shaped me into like my way of ma- more mature thinking now, just cause I had to deal with that as a kid. And I learned so much. And like, it's something that I still deal with to this day. And it's like, it's like, it's like whenever I get stressed, like it triggers my Crohn's. And then I'm like, oh my God, my Crohn's like now I'm freaking out. And it's like, literally, it's like just everything crumbles. And like, I've had to learn for the sake of my disease, how to not freak out. Otherwise, like my health is in jeopardy. (laughs) Like now I can't like, even like, I, I was so busy that I was just like, eh, like my medication doesn't matter anymore. Like I, I don't have time. And I literally like the reminder would come up, come up on my phone, like take this med, take this med. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snooze, snooze. I don't have time. Like, because I got so caught up in everything I was doing. And then like now, like literally like as of Sunday, this is part of my mental breakdown. Like now my Crohn's is freaking out because I'm like, wait, maybe if I took my meds, like the last 12 times my alarm went off, like that would have been a thing. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that like, it's just now that I'm realizing that like, you can't control situations. Cause like that was happening to me at such a young age. And that was obviously a situation that no one could control. Um, but I mean, better late than never. I've, again, I've learned so much from like having what I have and like, it still impacts me, but it's, it's like, it's a, been a learning lesson for yeah. sure. And I think that's something where you'll probably keep having to learn that lesson. So I think yeah. we're like obsessed with the thought of like, we're going to learn a lesson and then that's it. We're going to know it forever. But I think yep. in different seasons of your life, like, you know, you're going to learn, relearn it and relearn it and relearn it again. And, you know, I think that there's such a connection, you know, your Crohn's disease is like a prime example. That's like very, uh, identifiable, but there's yeah. such a connection between our minds and our bodies. And, um, there's a book called the body keeps the score that a lot of people talk about, um, where we really like dis- disease is literally dis-ease in the body. Like our whole nervous system and how we, um, you know, how we handle stress and how we handle situations, um, you know, mentally affects us physically. So, you know, you obviously to the extreme have to know that because you know, if you get too stressed or put too much on your plate or don't take time for self-care, like you literally will get like a flare up of your Crohn's, but like all of us can learn something from that because it doesn't really matter. I mean, in your situation, it's like the epitome of that connection, mind, body connection, but everybody can fall victim to that. And everybody really like, you know, 
thinking about like when kids have like chronic stomach aches and then it turns yeah. out it's anxiety, like there's su- such a connection. So, um, you know, that's another example of taking something that like is a negative, like nobody wants you to be sick. Like, um, it's, it sucks, but at the same time, you've been able to say like, look at what this has taught me and look at what I've yeah. gained from having this, um, condition. I've written, you know, it's really been something that has taught you so much and that you can now yeah. look at it as like almost a positive, not in the sense that I'm glad you have it, but right. a positive that like, I've learned all of these lessons that some other people might never learn because their body wasn't screaming loud enough, but yours for- fortunately was so that, you know, you have to have balance and you have to take care of yourself and you have to feel your feelings and you have to surround yourself with good people. So you know, yeah, I, I definitely think that that's, that's amazing. Yeah. It, it was huge. And like, like you said, like our bodies and our minds are so connected. Like, I don't know for people that don't believe that, like, it's literally just proof in the pudding. Like it's, it's science. Like when I am stressed, my Crohn's flares up like that. It's, it's like literally, I can't, I'm not doing it to myself. Like it's factual information. And like, and now like a lot of people have, IBS, like they have their own gut issues that aren't necessarily like Crohn's and colitis because that's IBD technically. Mm. But like now everyone has stomach issues. And like you said, like people with anxiety have stomach issues. It's like everything is so connected. But yeah, at the end of the day, like, I mean, because I was I was living in the hospital at one point, like literally there, like never in school. And then it's like my friends were like, hey, where were you? Like being nine, I'm not going to be like, hey, I was in the hospital. Like it was just so like, it was whirlwind and like a weird, crazy time for me. But like, again, like having to go to appointments and then like having to take like a dozen different medications, like I learned like responsibility too at a young age. Um, And like, I've, I've taken that with me till now, even though, like I just said, I haven't taken my meds, so that's not very responsible, but (laughs) I mean, it's like, I I've been dealing with this for, I mean, how long ago was I nine? Like, like over 10 years, obviously yeah. 10, 13 years. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just been crazy, but it's like, like you said, I'm not glad that I have it, but like, it's taught me so much. And like now with my content, like I've been making YouTube videos and TikToks of like, Hey, like I've Crohn's like th- this is like foods that bother me. Like, and again, it's like, not, I'm not telling people what to eat or what not to eat. I'm just trying to help. Cause like with Crohn's and colitis, there's like no information, honestly, like there's so many articles and like this, that, the other, but like, there's no cure for the disease. So it's like, what the heck? And then yeah. there's not like, when you go to the doctor and you're like, Hey, this is what's happening. They're like, mm, take this medication, like see if it works. And then like half the time it doesn't work. And you're like, okay, it's very trial and error. And then it's also taught me, you know, a lot has to do with the food that we eat. And like, I started seeing like a holistic nutritionist and like my, my vitamins, I have a whole basket of vitamins. It's kind of crazy. She has me on this crazy, crazy stuff, but I swear it's worked and I've changed the way I eat. And like, that's also worked. Um, but yeah, I love sharing that information. It's like, it kind of goes hand in hand with what I do. Like I want to help people with my, my creative gift. Um, so I, I make videos too on like how to use, like, cause my, um, medication is in injection and like a lot of people get this injection. I know when I did, I was like, what? Like, I am not doing that. Like no way. Like my parents had to do it. 
So now I've made a video on like how to do this injection. And I've gotten like hundreds of messages just being like, oh my God, like I'm literally like 13. I didn't know if I was going to do it. Like followed your video. Like I wasn't scared anymore. Uh Like, and that's just like, that is like why I do the things that I do at the end of the day. And I'm just like, I'm glad that I can use this horrible disease. That's kind of like a learning, like to teach other people, like in and learn from it myself so it's like it's again everything's fine like we're good and it's a total perfect example of turning pain into purpose you know there's it's something that was obviously a pain point for you it wasn't something you're glad you went through but if you can find purpose in that and then take it a step further and help other people with it like that's what's going to change the world (laughs) like I truly believe when you do what is both in your highest good and also helping others like that is the key I think to life to happiness to whatever it is that you want out of life like you will I'm I'm so excited to like see where you go because I totally believe I can you know I really feel like I can see it and um that's another thing that I believe I think like if you think something, it means it already exists somewhere in the realm of possibility. Like it already has happened. So to me, Gianna, like you've already made it. I know it. And I'm just going to like sit back and watch it unfold. And I'll say like, I had Gianna on my podcast (laughs) in 20, what is it? 2021. I always, I don't even know know, what year it is. I don't know. 2021. I had her and now, and now look at her and, you know, maybe, Maybe you'll uh, put me in a cameo or something or I got um, you invite me to like some kind of, you know, premiere or something. I'll be you there. Got it. You got front row tickets to the Gianna show. It's being yes. filmed in LA, fly you out. You got it. Like, I love it. I love <laughs> thank it. you for saying those kind words. Like it really means, it means a lot to me. Like this is just, it's what I want to do. And it's like, because I want to impact people for the better. So it's like, Thank you for saying that. You're I so see it. I really do. So tell everybody where I could talk to you for days, I swear. Like, and <laughs> I love that. I love, this is why I love doing this because I just get to connect with like the most amazing people. So tell everybody else how they can find you. Where can they find you on TikTok? Where can they find you on Instagram? And oh, um, yes. where can we watch you? Yeah. I mean, every single one of my social media handles on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, Twitter, if anyone uses Twitter, um, it's at Gianna Gravelisi. So just my first and last name. If you are in New England and you have the channel Nessen, you can watch me at 1130 p.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, and then if you want to watch me on Shared News, that is just on YouTube at Shared News. So that's where you can come find me. Awesome. So excited. Thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure and I look forward to connecting sometime in the future again. Absolutely. Thank you. What an awesome conversation. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it and you want to hear others like it, I would love it if you check out the links in the podcast description. I'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave a review, and share it with anyone who would also enjoy it. You can also find me over on Instagram at K-R-I-S-T-I-N-M-I-C or visit my website at www.thewarriorwithinus.com. Talk to you soon.